yeah, I don't want to go to jail for anything. I'm much too, like, weak. And you're pretty. You are listening to the Stand Up Dads Podcast. This is heck of boring. Yeah, it is. Let's try again. Yeah, what are we going to talk about specifically? Um, how you are a pedophile? Well, I am not a pedophile. <laughs> you always have to qualify that. It's because my, gr- yeah, see, see his face? He's like, what the hell? What kind of podcast are we on? <laughs> I, my girlfriend is 19 years younger than me, so he calls me a pedophile. I always uh, like, you can't say it like that because it's not. <laughs> but the funny <laughs> thing is your like, girlfriend Ew. calls you a pedophile. <laughs> oh. <laughs> she, she's got a bad, yeah, she's got a hilarious sense of humor. She's the worst. She'll do it. She'll roast me the worst. And she'll start talking like she's, you know, like a teenager. She's like, oh my God, Mr. Gray. I'm like, stop it. Like, <laughs> out, out and about, you know, like, come on over here. I'm like, oh. And that's how we start the show. This is Stand Up Dads. This is Rob. And Mike. <laughs> and this week we have special guests from the pop culture Hoot Nanny. It is Dan and Justin. Hey, guys. Hello. Hi. Hello. It's, uh, oh, wow. I'm Dan. Thanks for being on. <laughs> um, not, a, not a problem. Uh, we've been we've been looking forward to this. It's funny because yeah, like you were saying earlier, someone put a, a tweet out on Twitter. And it was like, "Hey, email my friend's podcast email. He's bummed he doesn't get any emails." Which I'm, and I'm like, <laughs> I've been, but I've been on Twitter. Like we've had our podcast for about two years, almost two years. It'll be two years in June. Okay, and. We just started Twitter in like November because mm-hmm. because we're uh, slackers mm-hmm. and we are we are horrible at staying on any kind of schedule. Yeah. Work throws a, a wrench in that a lot. Yeah, totally. Well, yeah, we, we do work in the auto industry. So we work no. like six tens. And oh, it's, yeah, yeah. It's yeah. loads of fun oh, waking yeah. up yeah, at 4 a.m. So good times. Oh, yeah. So we got on Twitter and started following other podcasts to try and get us out there. So I came, just came across that tweet. So I was like, Hey, I'll try it. And the reply I got was, I'm not sure how a parenting podcast and a movie review podcast would go. (laughs) And I'm like, Hey, I mean, and what's funny is I got that back and I was, we were at work. We were talking about, I have an eight year old Mm -hmm. and my eight year old, my wife and I were talking about, He's a huge Batman fan. He's a huge Joker. Okay. Like ah. the Joker's his favorite villain. So we're like, yeah. is he ready to watch The Dark Knight? So that's where we got this conversation started. I was bringing it up at work. We were talking about it. I was like, I don't know. Is Noah ready to watch The Dark Knight? He's eight. He's mature enough for an eight-year-old, but <laughs> The Dark Knight, yeah. the, the violence in The Dark Knight, I mean, it's not like hyper-violent compared yeah. to some shit. Yeah. But is eight too young for that? So then we were like, well, when is too young to watch this movie? When is too young right. to watch that? Right. Yes. It's it's really at a parent's discretion. Yeah. Oh, I know there's definitely movies that I seen way too young when I was look, looking back at movies because I was born in 82. And I know for a fact that I've seen Commando, Predator mm-hmm. when I was probably six or seven years old. Mm-hmm. Which yeah. is probably far too young to watch those movies, but at the same time, I don't think they fucked me up. <laughs> I haven't heard enough of the episodes but, to be able to pass judgment on that. <laughs> not, not too bad, anyways. Not too bad, no, anyways. As someone who my weekends were spent with my father, and we would watch movies. That was the yeah. thing, right? Because his work schedule was different. Whatever, whatever. But I always loved that feeling. I love going to movies. I love going mm-hmm. and watching. But as time got older, I started obviously wanting to broaden my horizons, right? What at what time? What I was what, Terminator 2 is what? 90, uh, 92. 92. Yeah. 92. Yeah. 92. I saw it on HBO the following year. I was 13 years old. Now, granted, yeah. I knew kids in fifth grade that were watching Demolition Man, Bloodsport. Yeah. Uh, let's see, Universal Soldier. You know, basically all the Jean Claude Van Dams that came out. Uh, well, for Mike yeah. and I, our generation, it was Bruce Lee. 
Yeah. And, uh, I mean, so yeah. But but and, it is yeah. Yeah. And the thing is, is Bruce Lee in Kung Fu had that mystical art style thing, right? There wasn't a lot of broken teeth and sure. femurs popping out. You know what I mean? Like, you but know, you still Tarantino. had the ones where I remember there was one, you know, those dubbed old classic oh, yeah. films where oh, yeah. I can't remember the name of the movie, but there was one where a guy just does a punch and you see he goes four fingers into this guy's abdomen and pulls out. You see four perfect holes. And it's like, oh. and I was probably six when I saw that. Just like, yeah, it's probably like a Wu-Tang collection one or yeah. something. I, yeah. Yeah. I mean, Kung Fu movies were, were, were a different type of violence in my opinion. Sure. Like we could argue, you know, or we could say that Last Samurai is a samurai movie and Kill Bill is a samurai movie. And you can totally argue the difference. One has the realistic violence. One has ridiculous, especially number one. You know, yeah. it had the Japanese anime style, blood flying everywhere, all that kind of stuff. Yeah. In my opinion, there's a difference when you take the perspective. I mean, my my daughter is old. It was 22. You're going to be 22 in May. Keep um, away from her, Mike. okay sorry yeah he's like oh no 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 no. he just took a screenshot is all he did (laughs) (laughs) he's all on one minute honey if you see this guy run see this (laughs) gonna kill him (laughs) what when when she was uh when uh, me and my wife first started we're together we would watch anything and game of thrones would come on and what if you remember the first two seasons of game of thrones oh. was like every other episode was tits and ass right yeah yeah right and granted she's 13 she's you know going through what she needs to go through and all that but it always seemed so weird to me that violence never affected her she was in she was in to horror movies and all that other stuff violence never affected her but she always would walk in right as somebody is lifting up a shirt or somebody's enticing somebody or, yeah. or, or little finger is talking telling the horrors to fucking be more horish you know yeah, what I mean? like, oh. <laughs> yeah. So yeah. I, I think in a lot of terms when it comes to action movies that we enjoyed is is our youth maybe for boys action is a more and it is a more expressive thing for boys of most cases yeah. You know, but for girls, it's more of the contextual content, all mm-hmm. that kind of stuff. At least that's the way I always got. Because you could show me Predator when I was five, and I think it's sweet. Mm-hmm. You could show me Predator now, and I would still skip this podcast to watch Predator. I mean, no offense. Thank you None very much. I'm, I'm just using it as the the totally get predator. it. It's a different type of violence, yeah. and we can deal with that. I think context is the bigger issue these days when it comes to that kind of stuff. Yeah. When you talk about your kid walking in, I remember I was in high school watching Deliverance. Yeah. I was at the squeal like a pig scene where he's oh, riding, no! and my fucking dad walks in. Oh, he's like, what the hell are you watching? Are you and watching? I'm like, ah, <laughs> he's boy. Right. He, he looked wrong? at yeah. So he thinks I'm into. I don't know. <laughs> I, That's the worst. So, Good job. So many, so many things happened at that one moment. Yeah. So yeah. many. So, I know. Sorry. Although <laughs> I did notice, though, after that, he wasn't so upset when I brought girls around. <laughs> <laughs> and I wish I was kidding. But <laughs> oh man. That's so, I mean, I'm just thinking about like awkward stuff to watch both as a parent and as a kid, like awkward things you watched. I remember what was that Mel Gibson one with the, uh, it was like the native American, like pre-Columbian oh, apocalypto. Yeah. That's a group. So here I am. I don't know if I was married yet, but I went to see that with my in-laws and there's a lot of fucking going on in that movie. <laughs> and holy shit. I wish I could have been anywhere else, but there. And they were cool about it. Right. I know they were thinking the same things like, fuck, I'm here with my daughter and with a guy. <laughs> okay. And we're right. watching this awful stuff. I mean, do you remember any of those with your kids or parents? Uh, oh, we, used, we used to trick my mom into my, like we got to see. And it's a whole thing where it's a different generation where it's like 
the movies that came out then and the fact that we even care what our kids are going to watch. Like I would randomly get to see like the omen was on at eight o'clock cut right. unedited. And I, I, right. I think I was like six, like, and I was like, Ooh, like, <laughs> the crap out of you. watch the big fake head fly off and stuff. Ah! And uh, <laughs> we were up, I don't know. It was like stripes that movie with like Bill Murray and stuff. That one, my, my, uh, my brother and sister had talked her into taking us. And like nowadays that would never happen that you could be like cool into, she was just like, oh, okay, we'll see this movie. And then we're like in there with her, like, what is this? <laughs> you know, I tricked her into taking me. She's like, you did good on your report card. What do you want to do? I'm like, well, I want to see um, trading places. <laughs> and there's like a it's topless not a bad scene. one. It had like a topless scene right away. And like, yeah. So she was <laughs> like, oh my God, I'm a bad mom, you know? I'm waiting for you, Billy Ray. I've been waiting for you, Billy Ray. That's that scene. Yeah, showing pictures, <laughs> pictures or movies now to my daughter. It's like we watch Hocus Pocus, and that's like '92, and and she's like, "What's a virgin? And why is it so funny to be a virgin and stuff?" I'm like, "God damn, these old movies." Like, <laughs> there's so much humor in the '80s and early '90s where it's like the kids looks like he's like 13 and. His six-year-old sister's like, ha, 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 you're a virgin. Ha, ha, you know? <laughs> it's true. And I took my kids to the theater to see that last year because it was one of the, like, oh, like a the, ca- the classic ones they you could go see for, like, three bucks. Mm-hmm. So when our theater's open, they're like, hey, we'll take the boys. We'll go see it. We just went and watched it because it's one of my wife's favorite movies anyway. So, but, yeah, like, one of those movies, like, those embarrassing movies, when we were younger, we lived with my grandparents for a little bit because my brother burned our house down. Oh, oh no. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It was it was loads of fun. He was like four, I think. Yeah, four. It's a movie waiting to be written. <laughs> Maybe. My brother's <laughs> life story is a whole other thing. But uh, <laughs> but my grandpa had he had his movies and he had like unmarked movies that we found out were porn. Mm-hmm. And then he had then he had adult movies that may as well have been porn because like he had i know for a fact uh screwballs was one we watched which uh that's just one of those tna matinee movies like porkies uh yeah yeah but that is just horny teenagers having sex and we're probably six seven years old (laughs) and we're like we're like what the fuck is going on and i mean there's random shit in that movie that you'd laugh at if you've seen it and then you're like, looking back, I seen it. I think it was on Amazon or something. And I rewatched it. And I'm like, how the fuck did anyone let us watch this shit? <laughs> yeah, like, I didn't totally. care. They just, yeah, they just, eh, they're they're watching TV, whatever. But again, we grew up in a time where it was like you weren't watching TV. Your parents were like, get the fuck out of my house right now. I don't want <laughs> yeah. to see you kids today. Right. Go yep. play right. outside. Mm-hmm. Right. And now it's yeah. like. What do you mean you're outside? Get in the house. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You don't even want to let your kids outside now. Yeah. Get in the house and don't watch anything. It's opposite. Yeah. But yeah. I don't know. Do you guys remember like the first movies you saw? Like if they were inappropriate or anything? Well, shit. I would say the first movie that I know was totally inappropriate mm-hmm. that my dad took me to. Okay. He took me to go see Fear and Loathing in Las Vegas. Oh, shit. <laughs> How old were you? And uh what year did that come out that was 90 like 96 maybe so 15 oh okay yeah not too bad right um my my, uh my dad at that you know coming of age talk Mm -hmm. you know had uh, just had told me he's like no your old man has done some stuff (laughs) you know that (laughs) kind of thing he's about to tell you what that is but he wants to tell you you know, how he, fe- you know, basically he told me how he feels about stuff. He's like, I've done this. I've done acid. I've done this. I've done this, you know, whatever. And then, you know, next year he's taking me to fear and loathing Las Vegas. Awesome. I wasn't <laughs> sure. I wasn't even sure whether I could enjoy the movie. Yeah. Cause I'm sitting there like this, just, just we're watching the same thing. I'm what we're, we're watching. Johnny Shut Depp, up, I got adrenal lights. gland for you after the movie. Right, right. <laughs> Beautiful fucking tits. You know what I mean? Like <laughs> it's just like it's just the weirdest thing. 
I, I didn't know how to behave. I felt incredibly awkward. Yeah. There's so much subject matter in oh, there. Yeah. I mean, come on. Benicio del Toro and Christina Ricci, whatever the fuck that was. <laughs> yeah. You know what yeah. I mean? Like yeah. just like just a whole bunch of weird stuff. It made me realize that at least I was at that point with my dad to where he was willing to take me to see things that were a little bit outside of the norm for that kind of thing. So actually it's funny. I say that because it, it, it brought me into Kubrick. It okay. brought me into, you know, as, as, as far as pop culture is concerned, uh, one of my favorite albums, and I don't know how popular it is, but the doors, the soft parade. Mm-hmm. I don't know if you ever heard the doors, the soft parade. A couple of drugs here and there. Album. Right. <laughs> it's a very trippy album but I enjoyed it. Right. And I don't think I would have ever done that unless he had done that one thing. I'm just saying, you know, kind of little, the more, you know, some kind of thing. I know some special things. So yeah. Dan first movie or that was weird growing up. My sister, she's six years older than me, took me and our neighbor to go see Ace Ventura. And I was probably, I think I was 11. And the scene, the scene that got me was the blowjob scene at the beginning where he like grabs the ceiling and being 11, you're like, okay, why is he grabbing the ceiling? What's going on here? (laughs) And and my sister's cracking up and all the, everyone, all the older people in theater are like laughing hysterically. I'm like, I don't know what's happening here. What the fuck is going on here? Yeah. And then you're, you're just like, later you rewatch it and you're like, I get it now. Now I think yeah. that's so fucking funny. Yeah. And being mm-hmm. an eleven-year-old kid in the theater, like he's just like dancing around holding the ceiling. I don't get it. I forgot about like, that. Like that scene. was uh, that was definitely one of the weirdest scenes. Like at the time, you're like you don't think anything of it. You're just like you see everyone else laughing, so you start to laugh. Then you look back and you're like, oh yeah, now I that's fucking bizarre. Like they let me see this at eleven. How did you react when you found out she was a he? Yeah. <laughs> right yeah, at the end. wait a minute wait at the at the end um i think you feel like the cops do right. i don't see that's another we couldn't even see that movie again these days yeah like right. you couldn't even make that movie now because of that whole scene at the end he was kind of yeah. pretty <laughs> i remember my aunt took me to see i i think it was my very first movie the island of dr moreau in seven oh, wow <laughs> <laughs> Jesus! All right, I, that's messed up. Yeah, messed up. I was that's five or six. So, what a, what yeah. a metaphysical mind job. And Jesus, what's even okay. worse is I didn't speak the fucking language, so I'm just what watching this stuff and going, "Oh." So that's hilarious. And that was a PG movie. So. Yeah. The ratings are all messed up when you go back to older movies. And well, we're going to talk about that because I mean, yeah. you think about some movies like you know, Poltergeist. What would you rate that nowadays? Oh, nowadays, shit. it's tough. Nowadays, I, I'd have to say it's tame by today's standards. Yeah, sure. but I mean, it was just a regular PG. Yeah, it was. It, it was. There was no PG thirteen till Red Dawn. That's true. Oh, so, I do. Yeah, I was looking at MPAA. And the Motion Picture Association of America, they're the guys that do all the ratings and all that nonsense. And holy crap, that's a dark fucking organization because it's apparently they pick a bunch of parents who are anonymous. Uh So you have to have a kid that's between five and 17 to work there. And no one knows who you are. You can't get into the building. There's a uh, movie called This Film Is Not Yet Rated, which goes Uh into it, which really interesting stuff. If you get a chance to find it, But that started in 68. But before that, you had the Hayes Code, which was pretty much just censorship. And Hayes was the postmaster. I don't know why he... Wow. Here's some stuff from the Hayes Code. No picture shall be produced, which will lower the moral standards of those who see it. Hence, the sympathy of the audience shall never be thrown to the side of crime, wrongdoing, evil, or sin, which wipes out like 80% of the good movies out today. Right. Yeah. Goodfellas, gone. You know, I was just about to say, most all Scar- Godfather Scorsese gone. <laughs> like every uh-huh. Scorsese movie, every, you know. Blah, natural or human shall not be ridiculed, nor shall sympathy be created for its violation. So there uh-huh. goes seven. They prohibited nudity, suggestive dances, 
discussions of sexual perversity, superfluous use of liquor, ridicule of religion, miscegenation, which I had to look it up, which was the interbreeding of people considered to be of different racial types. Oops. Wow. <laughs> well, it makes sense, though. I mean, it's... It, it does? <laughs> no, well, no, 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 What I mean is it makes sense because of the times. Sure. Uh, yeah. it, it, uh, not it's the moral compass was correct. Yeah. I'm saying. But yeah, it was. Yeah. So they got rid of that. And in 1968, they made it voluntary for film studios. But voluntary is a tricky word because if you don't get rated, you don't get put out there or distributed. Wow. Yeah. So you know, they've had problems with that. So they're like, you know, my biggest thing with them is they're way too loose on violence and, and too stringent upon sex, especially if it's like gay sex, they totally flip out. Again, that movie goes into it a lot. Like boys don't cry. What? I don't know if you remember that one. Yeah. Dresses up like a guy. That's the uh, Hillary Swank movie. Yeah, yeah, Yeah. 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 So originally she got an NC-17 rating on that because, and she went back to him and said, why? And they said there was the orgasm she has is too long. And then she's like, so you don't have any problems with a guy that got shot in the head? They showed just like, oh no, that yeah. was fine. But she can't have a good time for two more than like a couple of seconds. Jesus. And it's like, you gotta be fucking kidding me. You can shoot him in the wait, face. Wait, wait, wait. Wow. You can shoot someone in the face, but you can't have a good orgasm, if you're, especially if you're a woman. Wow. Well, isn't that uh, when Harry met Sally? How did that work? Well, but she wasn't <laughs> really having it. So they weren't touching. She was just, and that was pretty damn hilarious. I mean, yeah, I was a hundred percent. I agree. I'm just saying like, so it's only in this, it's only in the context of a truly intimate re- situation yeah. then. Okay. Where if yeah. it's a nurturing, healthy sexual say, relationship, it's... what are you doing? Don't show that to my kids. Yeah. Whereas, oh, you know what? That actually, because yeah, I don't think anyone had a boner watching Meg Ryan do that in a deli. No, no, yeah, that, that wasn't the but intent. Was do you remember uh, striptease? Yes. Yeah, I remember striptease. Yes, I do. Give me more. Yeah. Cream corn wrestling. Yeah. Hey, what? <laughs> fucking Burt Reynolds covered in Vaseline and Calibers. <laughs> fucking. Yeah. And actually, you know what? The book is actually pretty good. I love Carl High Acid, but the movie was just, it became like a Sco- Scooby Doo video. But. The same month that Striptease was released, they released uh, Hunchback in Notre Dame from Disney. Okay. Yeah. And Esmeralda was drawn was based on Demi Moore, who at the right. time was like the hottest woman on earth. Right. And at the time, I'm like 24 and I was dating a girl and she brought her niece. And I had just seen Striptease like a few days prior, took her niece to go see this movie. So I'm in a movie full of kids. It's a G rated movie. And Esmeralda is there and she's attractive, you know, because it's strong, but it's a cartoon. It's not like, you know, yeah. Not, yeah. But she does this dance and, you know, it's like this kind of suggestive dance. She's a gypsy. She grabs a soldier's spear and pretty much does a strip, uses it as a stripper pole. And I'm like, whoa, you know, and I'm like, okay, this is kind of weird. And then later on, and it gets dark. Like the bad guy yeah. is like, you will have me or you'll die in the fire and all that. Yeah, it's but an this, odd movie that they picked. That is. one was always like, why, why'd they do this? And then seeing, the, like, it's not something that I ever thought of. Is like, I'd really like to see the Hunchback scene. Yeah. You know? Oh, like, uh, yeah. This would well, be a wonderful movie to make. You know, let's like make Les Miserables next. <laughs> well, it's, there's, I mean, he's just like Javert. But anyway, yeah. there's this thing where he's like singing into the fire. And then the fire takes the shape of Demi Moore and does this seductive dance. And I'm sorry, I was sporting wood in a theater with filled with kids. <laughs> He's feeling. Ah, that's so nice. I'm like, I could not get up Very to get popcorn nice. right now if I wanted to, because I'm getting a boner <laughs> from a cartoon on a G-rated movie. So I'm sorry. I mean, and it, partly because I had just seen striptease like a couple of days before, and it's like it brings one to the other. Yeah. But there's some more. Jimmy she was Moore. gorgeous. She was, but she, she still kind of is. I mean, yeah. Yeah. I know it's just the whole. It's that happened so to me too crazy. with uh, Lady in the Tramp. Stop. <laughs> 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 
<laughs> just well, can't look at a beagle without getting <laughs> upset. <laughs> no, she's pretty. <laughs> she's. <laughs> oh, gross. Um, anyway, but there were so many things. They, I saw this thing where it was talking about how the rating, how the U.S. is kind of really regionalized as far as what they care about. So like the East and West Coast, they're more concerned about violence, which makes sense. Southerners mainly just care about offensive language. So you can have a film where you rape and kill a dozen, you know, dozens of people. But as long as you don't have a potty mouth, you're good. So long as you're speaking that kind of elegant Southern talk. Speak the Lord's English. Uh, <laughs> is there a Lord's English? I don't know. I, uh, I think sounds right. Speak, it sounds right. You're speaking the King's English. Yeah, that's what you're doing there. There you go. And then the Midwest is about sexual uh, censoring sexual content. You guys are in Ohio, right? Yes. I mean, does that ring true there? Ohio, I, I mean, consider partly East Coast-ish. We, we, yeah. We're... We're a unique climate in Toledo compared to the rest of Ohio. <laughs> but yeah, um, I mean, yeah, I would say there's a general with older viewers and, and our age group. Yes, that kind of there's still a little bit of let's be tasteful. Let's do. But it's, you know, I think the the again, it's based more on how many people are going to movies, how many people are, it's a hard thing to say. I just think that majority of city folks, probably not, Got it. but if you go five miles outside of the city and yeah, I don't know, this well, isn't no. Yeah. It, you know. It's weird. Cause we're, like you said, we're in Toledo. So we're basically at a crossroad for Detroit, right. Chicago, Cleveland, yeah. Columbus. Like we're right in the middle of all of that. Right. So we get it, a lot of stuff. Yeah. There's everywhere. a lot of, there's a lot of culture intersecting at us everywhere got it it's you know we're like we're like the number one hub for sex trafficking so, <laughs> so. just don't want to see it in movies just right yeah. right right, right. We'll, i mean we'll harbor sex trafficking we don't want to see it on sure. the screen Fair and enough. don't and don't forget the heroin <laughs> oh yeah oh yeah we got we yeah got, I always figured it'd be more of a meth thing but okay no no no, no we got we got big heroin lovely I, actually it's kind of funny with the heroin stuff because we are we are a union. We're in the UAW, mm -hmm. and our previous chairman we just had that was just voted out two years ago is a two-time heroin offender. He's served prison time for like sixteen years for dealing heroin, and wow. then he's been busted twice since he got out of jail. So he's ratting on someone because he's not back in jail. So he's a huge dealer. And then at work, he's posting flyers about the opioid problems in the area. It's like, well, you're causing the problems, buddy. <laughs> Did he have a Marion Barry moment? Nah. Remember that in D.C.? Bitch set me up. Oh, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> uh, nah. nah, nothing nah. like that, because he's just uh, I don't I don't want to speak ill of him. He might Understood. come after me. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, I would hate for someone to lose their job for getting on this stupid podcast. So. <laughs> no, no. No, I, I think we're flying way under his radar. The guy yeah. couldn't even send an email, so I'm sure he's not listening to podcasts. <laughs> it's hard to warm up the spoon and type at the same time. But... <laughs> yeah, so, see, sex, no. Drugs, we fine with drugs. Yeah, yeah. it's, yeah. They, <laughs> Train I spotted. Mean, the... <laughs> right. See, that's another movie. I've probably seen that movie way too young. But yeah. I've never done drugs because I saw that fucking movie. Which um, one? Train spotting. Train spotting. Oh, oh, that's a good one. To do. Yeah, that's a good one. The, to... If there is nothing else to scare you away from drugs, watch Train Spotting. Uh, Requiem for a Dream. Hopefully, oh. scares you way more than Train Spotting. That's another good one. When, when <laughs> That'll I was, scar you. That's like therapy worthy. When I was like twelve yeah. or something, I saw that less than zero, and mm -hmm. that has. That has it's a dumb movie, but it has Robert Downey Jr. at one point where he's like needing his drugs. He's about to give a blowjob to some guy or something. I was like, oh, and actually, that was actually live was footage. Like, it had nothing to do with the movie. Yeah, I was like, uh, I'm not doing any cocaine. It was, yeah, that was the, that was just starting his habits. Yeah. yeah. Like, oh, we got to put this in here. 
I sucked your dick. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it totally was like that. I was like, okay, cocaine's off the list. <laughs> Talk about a guy who turned it around, man. Fucking yeah. mm-hmm. guy was top yeah. of the world, down to shit, and then back top of the world. Right. I got a lot right. of respect in the world for that guy. Yeah. And all the while, he he, and all the while, he kind of flew undercover. But I remember seeing him in, for one brief stint in U.S. Marshals in the late '90s. Do you remember U.S. Marshals? Mm-mm. It was the unofficial Tommy Lee Jones sequel to The Fugitive. Ah, and, and it had Wesley Snipes in it as the guy who was getting framed for something. But Whoa. Robert Downey Jr. was the bad guy. That's cool. Let me say, yeah, that was the only time I saw him. But yeah, it, it like you said, it was for him. It was a major turnaround, you know. Yeah, I, I know. When I was a kid, the the first couple of movies. Well, one was Benny Hill. We got to see on Channel Two. You'd stay up to mm-hmm. like eleven. It had nudity. It was like I was actively. I don't remember there being nudity. They it just was. had skimpy women. Topless. No, there was. Yeah. Never saw that. Oh, I yeah. There's topless. There was one that was a, a Dracula one that I would wait for that one and be like, yeah, I got to see the, <laughs> the tits are on this one, you know? Um, but, but it came back to get me as one of them was like, I think I was like five or six and I made a fit because I wanted to watch Salem's Lot because my brother was going to watch it. Mm-hmm. And that was a huge mistake. My mom's like, all right, you want to watch it? I told you not to, but cool. That thing gave me hella nightmares. It had like right. a floating vampire kid in it and like vampires coming under the basement. And I was like, my mom's like, you all right? I'm like, I'll watch. It was like a two-parter. The second part, I had to sit there like, I got to be tough <laughs> to watch it. Like it terrified the shit out of me. Like, oh, I yeah. remember you scared the shit out of me with Salem's Lot when we were in eighth grade because we were on that bus trip and the bus trip down. <laughs> So we went to the ski trip up in Yosemite and we're coming back it was our school trip and uh, we get a flat. So we're pulled over off to the side of the road. It's like misty and foggy and just spooky as shit. And Mike starts telling stories about Salem's lot and we're all scared. I had just read that. Yeah, it was, there's a series uh, book of um, short stories by him, by Stephen King. And there's one called one more for the road. That is a part of a Salem's Lot one, and they break down. So I'm sure I was telling you that about that one. Probably. Like, hey, this is just uh, like that story. <laughs> that <was> messed up. <laughs> but then I started reading it after that. So yeah, it was great. I'm yeah. going to wrap up the MPAA thing, but uh, so the rating systems. You know, we got the G, PG, PG 13, R, and NC 17, which replaced X back in '90. In Europe, they do it by age. It's all kind of different, but in each country, but it's like. They'll just rate it like six, nine, 12, 15, or 18, or something close like that. Okay. So it gets kind of complicated. But in China, it's the easiest one. Uh, there are only two categories the first one being suitable for, for all ages, and the other category being banned. Yeah. <laughs> well, so the movies we say. So you can go take your kid to watch Clockwork Orange, no big deal, as long as there's nothing, you know, anti government in there. Right. Which is just amazing. We're g- gonna go have a night of the old in and out, and yeah. then and then hail our Chinese overlords. <laughs> I mean, there's like no attempt to even be like, you know. <laughs> but so I mean, that kind of leaves us as parents, like, well, what the hell? Because obviously the rating system is flawed. And yes. definitely check out that movie. The this movie, this film is not get rated because yeah, holy crap, it's just. I don't know if you're into conspiracy theories, you really love it. I don't really see it as one of those, but, but then I was looking around because Mike, you got me in trouble with Kim Uh because when Owen was, I think four. (laughs) Yeah. This was a dad move. Yeah. Yeah. You took us to go see Kubo and the two strings. Yeah. I was like, they'll be fine. And it's like monsters and all this shit. My kid was freaked out and he told my my wife all about it. And then it even got my daughter, my daughter. My daughter had never been that, like, there's a scene with these, his aunts come and they have like these masks on and they're just floating above the water. And Olivia just sort of grips my arm and she goes, I want to leave. And I'm like, oh no, (laughs) it's going to be okay. I'm like, this is horrible. Like it was, it was a, it was definitely a movie that she made it through. And then luckily after she's like, I loved it, but it was one where it was totally like, a, this one's not bad. This will be fine. And then, oh, 
Well, and it's tough with, you know, cause your kid and my kid are what, two years apart. Yeah. So I'm thinking yeah. it's cause Dan, you've got an eight-year-old and a three-year-old. Okay. So, I mean, a three-year-old is probably not watching anything yet, but it's going to get to the point where it's going to be tough to keep them happy. Yeah. Um, I had to change my movie watching habits when my oldest was about two when he started to pay attention to stuff uh-huh. because my wife's like, what the fuck are you watching? You can't watch it. I was, I was watching the toxic Avenger series. I was watching oh, all four. Yeah. I'm, I'm watching all four. So, you know, it's the movies are ridiculous, Yeah, but they have the fucking just the ridiculous gore and it's all, it's all cheesy, sex. but yeah, just stupid stuff. And my wife comes home from work and he's not even paying attention, but he's just wandering around the living room while I'm sitting on the couch watching it. She's like, what the fuck is wrong with you? Can't keep watching this shit. Well, he's going to start paying attention. And then, I don't know, he's, about four years ago, it kind of came back and bit me on the ass. It wasn't even, and it was of all the movies to, to fuck my son up. It was Krampus. Oh, and that wow. movie's fucking, it, the movie's dumb. Yeah. It's not good. It's not scary. But to a little but kid, he was he's like four. He might have been five at the time. I'm not I don't remember if he was he's either four or five. But we we're watching it and we we're like, you can't watch this movie. It's a scary movie. Go upstairs, watch your iPad, go play with your toy. And he kept coming down and trying to watch the movie. <laughs> and then when he sees he sees the Krampus and to this day, like last year, <laughs> Halloween time, they were releasing all that Krampus shit. They had mm-hmm. like the big animatronic Krampus. He was like, "Nope, he won't even go to Halloween stores. He's he's a scaredy Aww. cat." But that's Olivia too, yeah. <laughs> and at the same time, I have a niece who's nine months younger than him, so she's she's also eight. But like he's in September or he's in January, she's in September. Mm-hmm. And my niece, when she was four, someone my brother works with, he let he let her watch it. And oh. like like the new one. Oh so man. It chapter one. She and she loved that movie. So someone he works with bought her like the big two hundred dollar pennywise for her birthday. So we walk into their house for the birthday party, and there's a and pennywise is standing there. So my son's like, No, I don't want to be here. I don't like, yeah, that's oh. fucking weird, man. <laughs> I mean, we have me and my brother have very different parenting styles for sure. But uh, yeah, he's I don't know. Yeah, my son is uh, he's scared of most things, but he he'll watch the Joker for an eight year old. He can tell you like every actor that's played the Joker voice, the Joker. That's awesome. Sounds like he's not ready for Dark Knight yet. <laughs> yeah. Now he, he can tell you about Cesar Romero. Yeah. And he's got. He has a mustache, even though he has makeup on. You can see his mustache. Like, why does he still have a mustache? I said he didn't want to shave it. Mm-hmm. And he's like, mm-hmm. he's like, oh, okay, and just accepts that. But, <laughs> but something scary. And then they taunt me because I'll watch damn near anything, but I will not watch movies with dolls. Dolls creep me out. Doll, <laughs> like Child's Play. Yeah, it, it Child's Play is the reason because another movie I saw too young. We were at my neighbor's house and watching it on TV. It was probably, yeah, we were probably like eight, nine, somewhere in that range. And we're watching it. His mom gets home and she sees what we're watching and she doesn't pay any attention to us. And she goes down and gets his My Buddy doll out of his bedroom and puts and sits it in the hallway and puts a steak knife next to it. So you get up to go take a piss. And all of a sudden, the fucking my buddy down <laughs> sitting in the hallway. I'm like, what the fuck? I'm going home. I'm done. <laughs> and since then, and I, it's fucked up because I've seen like all the child's play movies. Yeah. And in my mind, I'm like, it's a fucking doll. Just kick that motherfucker and run away. But doll movies fuck me up. I can't watch them. So to fuck with me, there's like, I don't know, some YouTube video of a dog dressed up in a Chucky costume. And it just runs oh, across the room. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, they try to get me to watch it. I'm like, no, I don't want to fucking watch this. They just put it on right before we came down to to record today. He was watching some YouTube video and he turned it on because my mom was over and he turned it on to show her. He's like, hey, Nani, look at this one. And I'm like, I just I just go, what's wrong with you? 
And I said, I got to go record my podcast. I'm leaving. <laughs> Using it as a crutch. That's awesome. <laughs> if I may, um, mm-hmm. I, I, I have a story that I would allow you uh, young, younger fathers to, to deal with in this situation. Back when I was younger, I used to work for Kirby vacuum cleaners, selling Kirby vacuum cleaners. And I, I liked it, did a good job and all that stuff. But one time I got uh, an appointment in this house. It was brand new construction, young family, maybe late 20s, three-year-old kid, right? Three-year-old son. And I walk in and he's got a play school chainsaw. <laughs> why do they have a play? I, why does it even I, exist? Lumberjack right. kids? Right. Well, uh, I my kids got a toy play chainsaw. Okay. <laughs> okay. Well, I think nothing of it. Um, I proceed to do my uh, vacuum demonstration. I'm pulling the dirt out with the pads, and I don't know if any uh, anyone's seen it, but you know, showing what the thing could do. And in the background, I noticed the TV is playing the Texas Chainsaw Massacre, oh, the new one, the the remake. At some point during my show. The son, the boy, comes up with his chainsaw and pretends to saw off my limbs while I'm doing the demonstration. And then he goes across my stomach. I'm trying to maintain as much composure as I can, but I'm like looking at these parents like, um, I know I'm inconveniencing you with this demonstration, I guess, but like, <laughs> can, can you, you know, and he, I, I was like, is this, this is what he likes to do, huh? He's like, oh yeah, that's his favorite movie. Watch him all the time. Wow. They must have when the Jehovah Witnesses come by. <laughs> oh my gosh! Awesome. I just have to say that it's like I don't know if I witnessed a, like a future serial killer in the making or or whatnot. And I say this, you should see if he's locked up. Right, I, I couldn't remember the name. It was twenty <laughs> years ago, but he'd be 22, 23 years old. Well, it was long. It was two thousand five, so he'd be like eighteen right now. It is crazy. I don't know. Uh, I'm just that's saying. hilarious. I, I, see, it, yeah. it just it just furthers that Ohio's fine with violence as long as it's not sex. Yeah. See. <laughs> right. So what's a parent to do? I was looking around because you know because Kim, my wife, will base a lot on the ratings. I'm like the ratings don't mean shit as we've established. But uh, there are websites out there if you want if you're you know wanting to look at that. There's one called KidsInMind.com, and then the one I like more was Common Sense Media. And you type in a movie, and it'll tell you. You know everything about the movie, including a review, but it'll say what age it thinks it works for, like eight and up and all that. I didn't get a chance to look at Island of Dr. Moreau, what it rated that at. Because like Owen's first movie, my kid, was Zootopia when he was three. And he still remembers my wife covering his eyes during some parts because there's parts where the animals go nuts. Apparently, Common Sense Media says it's for eight and up. It terrified Olivia. That was one where it's so random, like Harry Potter, because they reread the books, I guess. When we watched them all, she was like eight. None of them scared her. And some of her friends are like, I can't watch them. But Zootopia, when that came out, she's probably, what, five or six? Mm-hmm. And the part where the animals get all like wild and feral, mm-hmm. scared the crap out of her. She was like, no. So it, <laughs> that's why I agree with Dan, where it's like, it's totally case by case. Like, yeah. Oli can't go into a Halloween store. But she'll watch like, you know, like those Harry Potter ones or stuff. But she watches the Marvel movies with me now. And like, so I just keep quiet. It's just like, let's see how it goes. Mm-hmm. Right. Some stuff I'll be like, whoa, that didn't bother you. But then another thing will be like, oh, my God, it's really strange. Yeah, like the ones the ones that get me like I love the DC animated movies. They're so much better than their live action ones. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And my son's getting into them because he likes the Batman and everything. They're like the movies you can always get them on Black Friday. You can always get great deals on them. So I buy so many of them and it's like he tries to watch them. So I got to I got to buy them and then I got to be like, all right, you got to let me watch it first. And then if mm-hmm. I think it's OK, you can watch it. So he loves Batman versus the Ninja Turtles, which uh-huh. is it's that one's really good. And it's got some violence, but there's other ones like I mean, I won't let him watch the killing joke because that's far beyond what he's ready Mm -hmm. for but like some of them like uh justice league dark the first one not the not apocalypse war but the first justice league dark i think it's rated r but i was like there's nothing in this you can't handle uh he watched the constantine one 
and there's and it's got some violent stuff but it's not like overly violent it's not i don't know it's, it's not bad enough that i'm like you'll be fine watching this so it like I said, yeah it depends on the movie like i'm you know you know your kid you know what they can handle you know what they can't for the most part there's always surprises and, though and you're doing the right oh, thing by oh, watching it first instead of going oh whoa 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 you know and then they're like what 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 it's like yeah I think it's right. cool because you're watching it and then it's different if you're with them. Because I know when we watched Pinocchio, Olivia was probably. That is not a like, G movie. We watched that. She was like five. And I, we turned that movie into like a three hour movie because each th- we had to keep pausing it. I remember it was like one of the quotes was like, give a bad boy enough rope and he'll soon make a jackass of himself. What's a jackass? it well back then you know that's a that's just a dumb kid you know and like yeah what is he drinking why is he smoking why is he doing that you have to pause it and talk about it and i don't know so it ended up not what's funny is in that one we were laughing at some of the stuff that's like actually kind of sad and like when the kids are turning into the donkeys there's yeah. one part <laughs> there's one part where one kid he's like please i just want to go home to my mama and they like say hey get back in there this one still remembers his name and me and olivia laughed we kept rewinding it we're like i'm like we're, she's already like me we're such terrible people that we're like but let's watch that again i want to go it, it's sad i know exactly what part you're talking about when he picks him up and he rips his shirt off and throws him back into the pen yeah he remembers he remembers yeah. his name wrong <laughs> So messed up. It's pretty, so, yeah. yeah. So a nice <laughs> I, bonding moment, torturing. <laughs> well, I mean, uh, to be fair, I, I've tortured both my boys from the day they came home from the hospital. Noah, when we brought him home, the first movie he watched uh, was uh, Code of Silence. His first movie was a Chuck Norris movie. Oh, God. Wow. <laughs> That's torture for an adult. <laughs> whoa, 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 whoa. Whoa, come on. It's Chuck Norris. Walker, Texas Ranger? Come on. What did you say? Chuck Norris. <laughs> My screen just goes black. He's taking us out one by one. And what was the other one's first one? Also Chuck Norris, uh, Delta Force. Oh, feel like now he's yeah. just sucking up the Chuck Norris now. Yeah. No, I didn't. I, I, I brought him home. We sat on the couch the first day they came home. My wife went to rest. And I turned on Chuck Norris movies for both of them. There you go. My wife yelled at me because I was uh, bottle feeding my kid watching The Walking Dead. She's like, (laughs) you can't watch that. You can't even see that far. Right. I'm like, yeah, I guess there's that. But (laughs) Well, that's going to bring up the bad dad. But before I do that, can you plug uh, your podcast? Uh, Yeah. I mean, we're the pop culture hootenanny. Woo! there there it is (laughs) it makes them laugh every time we have to do it now it's become a tradition um we kind of a movie review breakdown podcast we talk about basically we just pick a movie at random and uh break it down talk about it dissect it we try to stay away from movies that we don't like just because why throw bad shit out there like at, at the end of every episode we talk about you know it's like don't do bad shit, you know, do what you want to do unless it's bad shit. Don't kill people. Don't rape people. Don't do shit like that. We just, we only try to send out good vibes. That's our, that's our thing. So I like to make Justin watch really bad movies and he likes to make fun of me because I've never seen a star Wars movie. <gasps> Thank you. You Someone cannot needs do to- a movie review podcast without having seen Star Wars. Yeah, you actually have to watch them. At least like, the, if, the, the, the first canon three. three. Yeah, the first three, if, and then if skip I, to Mandalorian. To to be fair, if I have seen any, it did not leave an impression on me. I don't remember when I was younger. Wow. But yeah, this is what so I Justin, have to work with. Yeah. I Unfortunately, even, I can't I, publish this podcast now. <laughs> I've actually never, right. never actually met Look Justin's wife did. in person. Okay, and she yeah. got mad at me because they were talking about the Mandalorian. We were getting ready to start a podcast, and they were talking about the Mandalorian. And I was like, "Yeah, never seen it." And she was like, "What? What is wrong with you?" Because I never watched any of it. I'm like, I've never seen any of them. You know what? And I also, You're I also don't like Led Zeppelin. Oh, uh, they got some good ones. Wow. I mean. 
I do love Led Zeppelin. I, res- I respect them as a band. Yeah. I just, it's not my thing. I just don't care for it. But, but and, I, to and be people fair, hate me for it. He's being very mean to me right now. This is what this is. Oh, he's just shitting all over Justin. <laughs> but you got to yeah. at least watch those because for being pop culture, you're missing. That was a big deal, man. The Mandalorian was a pop culture. I'm looking around because somewhere I have, I have yeah. a box of, of movies in a box. Because th- when we started doing movie reviews, we put like, we took 50 movie titles and just put them in a box. And we were like, we're going to draw, draw a movie title at random. That's how we're going to get it started. And we drew one movie out of that box. And that after, was because, the- <laughs> because the first movie we did, we're like, we're going to start this movie. We're going to start with Predator. Predator is the first movie review breakdown we did. And we're like, all right. So we're going to draw at the end of the podcast. We're like, all right, we're going to draw our name, our movie. This is what we're going to do next week. And the first movie we draw drew snakes on a plane, (laughs) which, uh, which Justin had never watched. Nope. And then uh, snakes on a plane was um, just, we just released that episode two episodes ago, right before our St. Patrick's day episode. (laughs) So it took us almost two years to get here. It took us two years to get the snakes on a plane. So we're a podcast. We like to talk fast, but we like to work slow. (laughs) We have a we have a nice uh, I would say repertoire of music and movie understanding. We try to do our best to uh, include everyone, but there are some things that we don't we don't do. Well, a few of them, like I listened to the one about the Ghostbusters, and you have some. You know, it pretty much it just sounds like two buddies talking about movies, which is oh yeah, that's know, essentially what it is. You feel fun. like you're having a drink with them, but there was but there's always some interesting insights. Like I can't remember which one of you said it, but. It's kind of funny that Bill Murray is the hot Ghostbuster. <laughs> no, that was me. <laughs> He's like, oh it's shit! So- I never looked at it like that, but yeah, no, you never think of that. Yeah. So for little insights like that, check it out. Where can they find you? We are on Twitter at Pop Culture Who. Uh, we have a Facebook page that I have nothing to do with. Uh, we have a buddy that runs our Facebook page for us because I don't do Facebook at all, and Justin is uh, he. Do- I don't know what he does on the podcast. I do all the promotion work. He just kind of sits there. I just talk. Wow. I sit here. This is it. This is it right here. It's <laughs> invaluable. Well, I'll get the well, links from you guys uh, after this and I'll put them on the show notes. That's about it though. I mean, we just, we like to just talk about random nonsense and we very often get sidetracked when we're talking about pretty much any topic. We basically, we try to try to review a movie and stay on topic. Mm-hmm. It doesn't work very well, though. No, Just like it, life. Well, that's basically it, right? Well, <laughs> if you need some help staying on topic and you need some attention and an energy boost, go to Seattle Gummy Company. They're our sponsor. They make high energy uh, mocha shots. Each gummy has as much caffeine as one cup of coffee, works five times as fast, and costs half as much as you would spend at a chain coffee shop. Click the link in our show notes, enter the code STANDUPDADS15, get 15% off. And if you see another uh, bonus going on, enter that code too. You can combine them and save on your caffeine. I actually used uh, the CBD ones because I went to the dentist uh, yesterday for the first time in six years, and I am kind of... Oh, I Dennis to me are like uh, doll movies for you. Um, <laughs> and I was getting all antsy. So I took a CBD, a couple of CBD gummies and I was all mellow. So it worked out nicely. Although I do have a horrible gag reflex, but <laughs> she's going to kick me out. Is that a callback? No, <laughs> I was it. I don't know. <laughs> uh, Seattle gummy company, stand up dead, tested and approved, get shit done. And then finally, we've been neglecting this, Mike. A couple of months ago, had an infidelity with another podcast. Oh, that was, yeah, my friends, they had a comic one, but they, it took a long time for them to get around to being able to publish it. So yeah, it was a cool one. They go over, um, like, kind of like you guys do at movies, they do it with comics. So we had talked about this newer version of the, um, called the Immortal Hulk, which is a great series. And we kind of talk off, talk about it because they kind of take the Hulk and they make it into sort of a horror comic. Like it's it's really messed up and really cool. Like you read, you'll read that, and it's like, wow, man, they've they've taken this where well, you wouldn't think you could do something new with a character, and they they did. They made it somewhere where it's like a Hulk mixed with something like Robert Kirkman 
walking Hulk dead. does gay do. porn. No, no, it wasn't that. <laughs> It wasn't that. <laughs> well, Michael, give me the link for that. And I'll put that in the show notes. Yeah. Check that out. If you want to hear what Mike does when he nerds out without me here to rein him back in, definitely that check this out. That was a nerd fest. That's why I was like wanting to hear more about I feel guilty. what you guys were talking about. <laughs> oh, yeah. That's what we do. Oh, like, oh yeah. I feel um, like I'm taking Mike yeah. next to a dog park and I won't let him off the leash. And it's just oh. like, please let me run. Just let, just let me play. Come on. Yeah. Comics, please. Yeah. You always go. Yeah. He'll always be like, stop, stop, stop. Enough of that. Enough of that. <laughs> I'm like, oh, no, 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 no. <laughs> and the good thing is I can edit. So no one hears that part. Uh, <laughs> so this next segment, it's the bad dad. We do this mainly because I'm a shitty parent and it makes me feel better when other people are worse. So we have the bad dad segment. And this week, I love this one. Father accused of leaving three kids in hotel room with loaded rifle. Wow. <laughs> The so, fuck? <laughs> uh, let's see. This is in Florida, of course. Of course, Florida man. Yeah, police. <laughs> oh, are you? Oh, yeah. Fucking dolphins, really? Um, <laughs> that's right. I'm a Dolphins fan and a Florida State fan. Uh, that's that's a Seminoles helmet next to it. I'm just anti-Florida, but uh, although I love my you know listeners I there, the, I hate the state. Oh, do you? <laughs> you just I like do. The teams? I hate going to Florida. Mm-hmm. I I lived in Florida for like three years of my life and I hate the state. Okay. So we're, so, we're on the same page. Yeah. <laughs> Never had a good time in Florida. Anyway. So police said they found the father outside the hotel, passed out drunk in the driver's seat of his car. Wow. And he's a 40 year old dad. He was accused of leaving his three kids in a Newport Ritchie hotel room with a loaded AR 15. Oh, wow. Yeah. Apparently he's from That's Indiana. That's that's a horrible way. He got charged with child neglect. That seems like a, not like the right charge, but. Not enough. I mean, your yeah. kids are there. They're, yeah, they're they're alone, but I feel like there should be something with that weapon. Well, yeah, yeah. That was to protect more. him. But yeah, he <laughs> left the kids uh, in the room while he went out drinking. So anyway, so he was outside of the hotel, passed out drunk. He told the cops he only had six beers, but he was smoking marijuana. He couldn't remember which room he was in, even though he was only 25 feet away. So they had the AR-15. The magazine was loaded and the kids totally could have gotten to it. They did not say how old the kids were, though, which kind of bugs me. I keep looking. Yeah. Yeah. So he was booked and he was released on a $2,000 bail, which doesn't seem like much. All right. On my worst day, I feel better. Like, yeah, at least I didn't do that. At least they leave her alone at home with a. I mean, I mean I, I'm a gun owner, but my gun stays in a safe yeah. that my yeah. kids don't, they can't get to. Yeah. But what about That's, when you're I on mean, vacation in Florida? Don't you bring what, it with you? What about when you want to get drunk and stoned? Yeah. <laughs> I your mean, three kids. there's the key. I mean, you're you know, cool. I just, uh, I'm going to be on the lawn. <laughs> don't, don't worry about me. Don't, I, the safe's open. Just take it out and load it. We're good. <laughs> That's just crazy. You stay yeah. here and watch Fear and Loathing in Las Vegas. <laughs> right, okay. right. You're all good. So, okay. Again, <laughs> uh, pop culture, ha- uh, Hoot Nanny, I almost put Happy Hour. That's a completely different show. Check them out. I'm going to put links in the show notes. Thank you guys for coming on. Uh, thank thank you. you for having us. Email us, subscribe, rate the show. Uh, it's how it grows. If you want to hire someone to draw a picture of a dirty old man sporting wood in a Disney movie full of kids, who would they write to? If you want it to look like Robert, I'll do it for free. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> you go to pencilforhire.com. That's pencil, F-O-R, hire, or pencil for hire on Instagram. He does great artwork. He did the logo for this show. Uh, he's done logos for another podcast I'm on and all sorts of, he's just a damn good artist. And also, can you talk this time or is your voice still shot? It's, yeah, I mean, it's coming and going. I, I have a collection of comics uh, called Clumsy Love. For about, I guess about five years, I did a strip where I was kind of based on our life and it covers you know, before we had our daughter and, and after and up until, you know, my divorce or something. I have, it's just kind of like a bunch of comics of, you know, life and um, it's funnier than he's making it sound. I yeah, it's a tough, it's a tough one to say unless you watch them or you read them. You know, I tried to catch the ones and then I kind of skew them if I thought it, it would be funnier to 
to make it a little crazy or something. But a lot of the funniest ones are ones that were true. Like there's one I have that I put them up because my Olivia likes to see them. This happened to me where she would just keep singing and listening to her, like, let it go when Frozen came out, like nonstop for a year, like everywhere. <laughs> let it go. Let it go. She have a little radio. Let it go. And so I put like here, here's some headphones. Now you can enjoy it. So she sat there. Then she just starts going, let it go. Let it. So I'm like, I can't get away from it. Like, no matter what, you know? So it's a bunch of comics like that. And like, so order that. And when you do that, go uh, click the link in the show notes again. Seattle Gummy Company. Get those mocha shots. They're damn good and effective. And get my side project, The Gag, on this podcast. We had Adam Nutter on this week. Uh, hilarious New York comedian. And he's, I guess he's producing some stuff with like Big J Okerson and stuff. So it was kind of a big get for us. It was an interesting show to have. So go listen to it. <laughs> so glad I can edit this shit because I come off sounding like such an asshole. Uh, <laughs> the unedited version would be funny. There's certain ones where it's like, no, you're not talking about this. Ah, oh, God damn it. Oh, I said, <laughs> oh, I don't take those out. <laughs> but Dan and Justin, thank you guys so much for coming on. All right. Thank uh, you. Very much for sure. Yeah. Very much. Thank you. Thanks, guys. Uh, we'll talk to you guys next week. Thing I want to say is thank you all for coming. Bye bye.